City Talk UK with Michelle Livesey. First tonight, it was a terror attack that shocked the country. A van being driven into a group of worshippers on their way to a mosque in London. Well, tonight, a man's been found guilty of murder and attempted murder. Darren Osborne from Cardiff was described in court as a far-right loner who was intent on killing Muslims and spilling as much blood as possible. Makram Ali, who was 51, was killed in the attack. Twelve others were injured. The jury took just one hour to convict the father of four. City Talk UK. Now, this topic has angered that many people. It's being debated in Parliament. That's right, charging people to park at hospitals. Figures show nearly half of NHS trusts in England have increased the hourly rate in the last four years. Some have even started charging disabled drivers. Lots of campaign groups have lobbied their MPs and today they're taking the matter to the top. Our London reporter Georgie Pedromo is at the House of Commons for us. Here in Parliament, MPs have been demanding that the government ends the so-called injustice of hospital parking charges. There's been a debate led by Conservative Robert Halfen, who's calling for an urgent reform of the system. Hull MP Emma Hardy's supporting those changes. The NHS is there to be free for use for everybody who needs it. Now, if you're visiting a loved one who's got cancer or you're having to repeatedly go for appointments all the time, do you think it's fair that at a time when you're not working, your income is falling, that you're having to pay potentially £40 a week in NHS parking charges? Now, critics have called hospital parking attacks on sick as figures in December revealed parking had cost patients, visitors and staff more than £174 million in just one year. Well, depending on where you live and which hospital you use depends on how much you pay. Some are free, some are being branded extortionate. Our reporter Amy Skaysbrick's been gauging the feeling amongst patients in Manchester. Here at the Manchester Royal Infirmary, it's visiting time. The multi-storey car park is packed as hundreds have come for appointments or to see their relatives in hospital. It's £2.50 to park here for three hours, but do visitors think it should be free? It's expensive for people who are in long term or have to come for a lot of appointments. They do vary in hospitals and Trafford General they don't charge at Trafford General for car parking with insurers more expensive than the MRI so if Trafford General can not charge why can't everybody not charge I think it should be scrapped I can't really add anything to that I think it's crazy and if you're coming to see somebody regularly who's unfortunately is in for a long time then it's just so expensive I'm all for scrapping the idea. I visit the hospital quite regularly for my wife and it costs us a lot of money as well. So I'm actually considering whether to buy a weekly or a monthly pass and anything that can be done, I'd really appreciate that. It would help us a lot. They're not the only ones who are calling for charges to be scrapped. Russ McLean's from a patient voices group who've been campaigning for free parking for years. Hospital car parking charges, as far as I'm concerned, and as far as patients are concerned, are attacks on the sick. What else can they be? But when you reckon if someone's sort of visiting twice a day for seven days a week, then these costs certainly rack up. These charges need to go. Hospital car parking needs to be free. As car parking is free at many hospitals across Scotland and Wales, campaign groups in England hope the government here will follow their lead. It's been an emotional day in court for the parents of a baby boy at the centre of a right-to-life battle. Alfie Evans, who's 21 months old, is fighting a mystery illness and is in a coma and being cared for at Liverpool's Older Hay Hospital. Doctors say ending his treatment is in his best interest, but his parents want to move Alfie to a hospital in Rome. Our reporter Adam Phillips has been speaking to his dad, Tom. 
Alfie's just so much special to us, he's an inspiration, like he's our blue soldier and he always has been since day one, there's nothing changed about Alfie even when he's in this, like he's just always been our rock, always been our rock, me and Kate are so devoted to him, it just means everything to us, like everything, and then, like we love him, Infinity, you know what I mean? A little fighter by, by all accounts as well, he's got a, a lot of spirit as well. Yeah, he's a very tough very tough baby for what he's gone through, you know, he's he's choosing to be here today at the end of the day. You know, we've just stuck by him. We haven't lied in that bed and fought through what he's fought through. And he's a very, very such a strong little boy for for all the things he's gone through and what he's still going through today. It's not as bad as what other children can go through, but he's still going through a little tough challenge and he's challenging that every day and he's as me and mum say, he's walking through the trenches and he's walking strong at the end of the day. And to see him, you know, acknowledge you Smile even as well. I mean, that must mean the the world to you as well. Yeah, well, it's very hard what you're saying. The smile, because a lot of people have said like they've, they've they've seen him. Looks like he's making smiles at me. But we get told it's all seizure activity. So me and mum are just stuck in this bubble, getting told that Alfie doesn't do this, doesn't do that. But Alfie's his own guy. You know, he needs to be respected. His little fight that he's put up needs to be respected and taken into consideration. He's been asleep for 14 months. He's been, you know, the exact same for 14 months. So what does that tell the doctors if if he hasn't died? Obviously, this child has got potential and he should be given the chances. But me and mum have just done everything we can. And, you know, Alfie's held in there tight. And he's doing, he's doing me and his mum extremely proud. City Talk UK. Today's been officially labelled Time to Talk Day as mental health charities and ambassadors try and encourage us to do just that. It comes after a survey found two-thirds of people feel they have no-one to chat to about their personal problems, whether it be money issues or relationships. When asked why, the top reasons were never being able to find the right time or the right place. Well, Cumbria's leading the way on this one. Pop-up living rooms and cafes have started to appear as part of a campaign by the charity Mind to try and kick the stigma around mental health. Our reporter Astrid Quinn's been speaking to Sarah in Carlisle who's been struggling with depression for 20 years. She's one of the many mental health champions speaking out. You get buried in your own thoughts and fears and it becomes then like a stagnant energy and I, I do believe that mental illness feeds off of that, like especially depression and anxiety, it, it fuels it, it makes it worse and then it's just so overwhelming, you don't know where to start to get help and it's like you, you kind of lose your voice, you know, you get you feel yourself like physically and mentally shrinking. You understand that, don't you? You're nodding your head, yeah. yeah. Tell me a little bit about, obviously, what sort of things you're hoping to see. I know there's pop-up cafes. People are hopefully going to be opening up and talking to you guys. Well, yeah, I'm really impressed so far. We've been trying to engage local businesses um, and organisations to get involved with the Time to Talk Day, whether it's with their clients, their networks. So we've got, like, barbers, Homehead Barbers there, who are going to be talking to their clients about mental health. Lots and lots of organisations, and we're just really proud that people are getting involved. Now, you can use apps to order a taxi, a takeaway and even find a date. But what about booking a babysitter? Well, Bubble lets you book and recommend childminders at the click of a button. It's launched outside of London for the first time today. Our reporter Hope Webb's been checking it out in Edinburgh. OK, well, the idea is that parents have access to a whole host of babysitters in their area. Candidates simply upload their details and create a profile. Users can then scroll through and pick the ones they like. The first question I wanted to ask founder Ari Lasto is it safe? Every babysitter on the app has to pass an online identity check and an online background check before their profile goes live, so that's first and foremost. But again, what makes Bubble unique 
is that we are using social and community data to help parents tap into the sitters that their friends trust. So basically it's up to parents to decide whether they like what they see, whether they want someone with qualifications or even if they have had the relevant police checks. So I asked mums in Edinburgh their thoughts on the app and the response was mixed. I'd certainly be keen to use it if I felt that it was safe and that other people had recommended it. If I was going to hire a babysitter, I would want to know them personally. If you use TripAdvisor for uh, all, all sorts of other things, why not for babysitters? The app has so far proved popular in London, with 30,000 users signing up. That's why it's been rolled out across Edinburgh and Manchester, with the hopes of bringing it to other parts of the UK soon. And last year's most complained about adverts have been revealed. Dove pulled their ad after people complained about its discussion of breastfeeding in public. The high-heeled dancing builder didn't go down well with hundreds who complained about the money supermarket ad. But the one with the most objections was from KFC. A lot of people really didn't like seeing a chicken dancing its way to the slaughterhouse. That's your latest. You bang up to date. City Talk UK.